Yo, this is Denzel Curry. You're now in tune to the Yada Yada podcast. Brow, get out. Put your yada yada over the best part. Good morning to you, motherfuckers. It's the kid Joe Cornell coming to you live on the Yada Yada podcast with Maul Hyphy. What was my name? Maul Hyphy. That's right. I'm fucking Maul Hyphy right now. <laughs> hey, you know, we got Joe. We got Maul. We here, baby. It's the Yada Yada podcast, man. Here on a rare. It's the Yada Yada button podcast. <laughs> Don't sue us, Joe. We crossing over, man. The brand's strong. It's been stronger than it's ever been. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All for the brand. All for the brand. All for the love of the brand, man. We here for a very, very, very rare Monday morning podcast, man. So top of the morning to everybody out there listening. And today, man, we got a very special guest. First guest we've had in a while. We've been trying to get guests, but you know, rappers being rappers. So man. we can't. We just charge it to the game. But today, man, our guest, some say he does his own stunts. Low key. And others might say he's hard to kill. We talking about Jackie Chan? Nope. Tom Cruise? Not even close. Even better, though. We talking about no scope. What's happening, man? What is good, my boy? That was an incredible intro. Yeah, I've never fine. heard nothing <laughs> like that before in my life. Hey, run the applause for yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was tough. I'll give another round of applause. And I'll drop a bomb just because. It's Monday morning. I might need a spoken word from you on my next mixtape at this point. Hey, that I'm was here. tough. That's what I do, baby. Cool. They pay me to talk, and that's what I do. I deliver numbers. I'm how my people talk to your people. That's how it works, man. No scope. Good morning, man. Top of the morning, bro. Top of the morning. Good morning to you, Ma. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's up, G? Man, I had a lot of coffee today. Word. So, like, <laughs> motherfuckers just I got the shakes. Hype. Yeah, and I've been listening to your music. So, I've been wanting to oh, break shit. Oh, <laughs> damn, and it's like 11 in the morning. <laughs> I was on the streetcar pissed off today, y'all. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> y'all laughing, but I'm like, I just want to fucking kick this window right here. <laughs> you should have did it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Man. <laughs> I can't afford a lawyer right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason I don't be doing bad nah, shit. Exactly. Whenever I know I have to get a lawyer, I know I done fucked up somewhere. Oh, God. Like, I, you never have a lawyer just because, oh, yeah, this is my home. Casual. Nah, yeah. Nah, don't flex. Nah. Yeah. When we get up, we just going to have lawyers, Joe. You fighting I, for, for your sure. life. Yeah. <laughs> we fighting for something if we have a lawyer. But if you ever if you ever had to sit in that cell for a little bit, you, you want to have a. You gonna get to sweating. Yeah, you get to sweating. Yeah, especially like, when you are you on that no bond. You don't yeah, know what's like, going oh, on. You like hold yeah. up. Like, oh shit! I'm gonna be here for a minute. You start to itching. Yeah, you start getting used to the surroundings and shit. Nah, nah you don't want to get institutionalized. Nah, you start doing push-ups. Oh god. Nah. Bare knuckle. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and you can stay warm. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be tough. It get cold in the cells, man. That's why I stay out of them. Round of applause for me. <laughs> hey, good choices. Actual applause. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I haven't, I've never been to jail, and I'm very proud of that. Amen. They caught me slipping a few times, yeah, but... Yeah, fuck that place. Can't I, relate. I stay cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I Can't saying. relate. Damn. Ah, well, no scope, man. Thank you for getting on the podcast. We've been, been trying to do this for a minute. Oh, God. You know, things come up. Rappers be rappers. You know what I'm Podcasters saying? Podcasters be podcasters. The game is the game. Exactly, yeah. bro. You we charging what's... it to them, bro. But we here today. We made it happen, man, so... No scope. Let's take it from the top, man. Are you from Chicago? I was born and raised in Chicago, then came out here to Kansas City. At this point, I'm a Kansas City nigga now. It's just what, official? What time it's it, official. Like, how long have you been here? I've been here for, let's see here, 11 years? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I moved out here when I was 14. Okay, Right yeah. before high school. Damn. So, yeah, it was weird. How was the transition? Oh, it was... It was 
it could have been smoother if we actually moved to Kansas City when we first came from Chicago, but we ended up in Kansas, and I went to Blue Valley West High School. Bro. Oh, okay. So, so you know, like <laughs> yeah, you know how they get down, bro. Like, they stay litty 25-8, bro. Like, they <laughs> on some, you know what I'm saying? They guapped up, they... So dripped out, sauced up, you know what I'm saying? All that shit. So. Now, see, I'm not too familiar with, with the high schools. Is this like white boy dripped up? Uh, like when I say like sauced up, dripped out, like you know what I'm saying, on some other shit. Oh, uh, okay, you know okay, what okay. Saying? See, I wasn't sure. Just yeah, like nah, 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 not even school? talking fashion on okay. some like yeah, no, no, no. They sipping, they oh, popping. Shit. You know what high saying? school. Oh man, it was different wild. energy. <laughs> Way it was different wild, energy. Bro. It was wild. When you know I think about like high school. He was really doing fucked up shit. Yeah. All like, the time. Because, see, I went to, like, a predominantly white high school, so they was on some shit. I'm like, y'all on this now? And they had guap. I, I see why people mm-hmm. want to, like, settle down now. Because, like, niggas was living a college lifestyle <laughs> in high school. Like, <laughs> there was more than college. They yeah. was grown. Why are you at school drunk, my nigga? <laughs> nah, like, there was people it's like... It's 8 in the morning, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> it's 8 in the morning. They ain't slept. You just took two Zans and smoked a blunt and walked to class. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you, you, you think is going to happen? <laughs> Nothing is going to happen. Nothing like, good's going to happen to you this early in the morning. Oh or it could be the best day of your life, you know? Depends Boy, on how you Kind of up in the air. Boy took acid, 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought it was a good idea. It was in science class. <laughs> like, yo. Tweaking. Learning the science. I could see the cells. <laughs> <laughs> so how was growing up in Chicago? Uh, it was it was not as bad as you would think. Mm-hmm. Like, when you in it, bro, it's just culture. It's everything yeah. you see every day. You accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, it, the violence can get up and bad. If mm-hmm. a certain rapper die, if a certain rapper do this, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be bad for mm-hmm. the community. But if you know how to stay out the way, as most people do, mm-hmm. and you're not an outsider, you're going to be fine. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate Chicago, everything it did for me, all the values it gave me, uh, all the good-ass food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Shit, it sounds like Kansas City. Violence is going to be around, but as long as you stay out the way, you'll be exactly, all right. Exactly, bro. All big cities are pretty much not the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. But they got the same vibe. Same elements. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to stay out the way here, though. It's like, it's, it's too small. small. It's small. Yeah. It's hella small. Like, you just going to see somebody on accident. All Everybody's connected through one way or another. And so, like, you always run to people at the events and whatnot. Hell yeah. Everybody. That's how I met you. Yeah. I was at, I was at the show rocking out. Yeah. Boy, I was trash that show. You ever see me at the show, bro? Bro, uh, trust me. If you see me at the show, I'm trash too. But you I a performer. Have, bro. I don't think I don't think I've seen you at the show. Bro. I want to be bro. at a show, like, where you performing, though. Because be that's rocking, the vibes bro. right now. Mm. I be rocking. All right, so I do remember seeing uh, it was like a fight at your South by show. Yeah, yeah. You, can you tell us that story? Um, yeah, I can tell you the story. You want the gist or you want the story? Yeah, let's let's hear the story. All right, so South by Southwest. It's this dude named uh, Seven Change. Shout out to him. He's he be uh, fucking with Casey pretty hard. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can curse on him. My bad. But um, he threw an event down in a warehouse. It was like. 250 people in there uh this dude named little emotional zan had performed there's like hella other like low-key underground big names that were there like you know what i'm saying soundcloud dallas texas austin scene it was popping it was really popping yeah there is free alcohol and there's free like joints because it was a sponsored event so everybody's drunk everybody's fucked up (laughs) everybody's having a good time yeah you know what I'm saying? I, I brought the gang. I had my boy Quan out there. I had that boy Pat with me. And I had my uh, producer, Lil Twerk, because he's also like a DJ. I was like, come on. Mm. Will you help me build this up? Come on out here with me. Twerp is a young cat, though. He's only like 21 now. So yeah. that shit happened last year. He was 20. Young buck. So still fresh. Exactly. White kid. Yeah. 
likes to mosh. Mm. We down there with grown folk. Like, these niggas are like... Yeah, we don't like them. 24, <laughs> yeah, 24 plus. Like, they drunk, you know what I'm saying? They with their shorties. They they swagged out their they shoes. They now on that time. Good. Yeah, they trying to just grind out how to get us time in the crowd. He hopping the crowd, just pushing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing people, bro. And I'm already, I'm already like, you performing, performing yeah, a so. hype-ass track. Like, if you heard a heat check, like, it's getting hot. Yeah. It's getting hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm watching niggas just, like, start going crazy, so... I'm looking at a certain part of the crowd because I like to just target people and go crazy with them. Some dude comes around back of the stage because it's like a vaulted stage uh-huh. and people can come around the back. Dude comes around the back and bops twerk like <laughs> one good time. Like he wears glasses and everything, so his glasses just like flew off yeah. his face, bro. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, bro. So I'm like. Oh shit! I see my people already handling dude who uh was starting the altercation. Mm. Like they literally had bro in a chokehold on the stage <laughs> while I'm still performing. I'm like, yeah. I gotta salvage this. This is South by Southwest. I can't <laughs> let this go. So I'm so it's getting hot. <laughs> it's getting hot. And then next thing I know, bro, everybody starts fighting, bro. You still performing? Not anymore, bro. <laughs> Not anymore. I can't. You I can't, bro. All right, it's getting I'm literally, yeah, I'm grabbing my people, bro. We hopping off the stage, you know what I'm saying? We we holding on what we holding on, mm. you know what I'm saying? We making sure nothing is going wrong. But it was all hell, bro, because people were mad. They were getting pushed because yeah. people were fighting around them. Yeah. The people who are supposed to perform after me, they mad because they just came all the way out here to Austin, Texas, and now they don't get to perform because yeah. a whole riot just started. <laughs> so I went back to the room. I popped his in. I went to sleep. <laughs> and we left Texas the next morning. It's like a good night. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was like cool. a memorable night. I had to get the fuck about it. Yeah, yeah, the block was hot. <laughs> they was on our heads. But they'll well. always remember No Scope. Yes, they will. Yes, yeah, they facts. will. You've been, uh, so I saw a funny tweet you put out around like a year or two ago. It was like a picture of you. I mean, it was a picture of you, but it was a picture of Will Smith and Marilyn Manson. And you were like, one well, of the rock community in case he embraces me. Are you doing? Will you do, perform on the rock shows for a little bit? Yeah, I've done plenty of punk shows, bro. Like specifically, uh, what is it called? Uh, the Haunted Kitchen. Uh, there's one more, Parker House, and there's just like a few more. But you know, my songs are hype. Yeah. And if you listen to my lyrics, I always follow the drums when I rap. Yeah. Like any song you listen to, I always follow the drums. Like I'm rapping like. Yeah. Okay. So I got this homie named Eddie. He's got this band called Brainworms. I met him at a punk show. He um he plays the drums for me and mm. like I don't do no instrumental I just rap over his drums and the bassist mm. and we just get hype like people be mosh. So you have a live band when you do shows with them? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So shit get extra turned. Yeah, like I'm actually like diving into the culture. I'm not just like half assing yeah. it. Like I'm only playing over instruments, but I'm using my same lyrics. Yeah. Same delivery. It's just like. It's dope. You got a live band with that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's a good fit. Like, mm-hmm. I love you it, ever, bro. You ever thought about doing like a live album? Yeah, I just have, like, but it's just got to come together first. You yeah. got to have the right time okay. and tools. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That would be tight. Or just do like a whole punk album. Yeah, that's what I'm That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But it's all in due time. I want to tap in with a band, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and then collab with them and not yeah. be on some like solo shit because like that's not my lane. No scope in the yeah, band. You know what I'm saying? I'm still learning. I can't just like, Yo, I'm a punk artist now, and think everybody gonna accept that. Yeah, got paid. I gotta, yeah, I gotta earn my stripes. Yeah, especially in that community. Exactly, you trying to cross over. Exactly, and now that we're not doing no shows, it's hard. I miss it. You, you heard a farewell transmission too. Farewell right? transmission. Yeah. What is it? That's another punk show. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, place in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, so See, I'm, not, I'm not too tapped in with the punk community. Yeah, bro, they're actually vast, and 
almost more of a community than a rap community mm-hmm. out here. Because, like, of course, there's different entities and groups out here in the rap community, yeah. but none of them are to, like as one together. Yeah. It seems the, it seems more like tight knit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The yeah. punk community, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's family. They're looking out for each other. Like, mm-hmm. if someone is doing a tour, they'll have them come to that crib, and like everyone, like three bands will sleep in one house. Yeah, type shit. That's hard. Yeah. So what's so you perform at rap shows and punk shows? Like, what's the difference between the two energies of the two different crowds when you perform? Oh man, whoa! The punk shows—they're hype from the beginning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everyone hears rap. Everyone and their mom raps these yeah. days. You know what I'm saying. So, but from the beginning, they are—they are looking at you different because they—they know you're a rapper, but mm-hmm. they see you are dressed different. You are tapped in with the culture, and you brought a band, mm-hmm. and you just put your whole heart out. Yeah. So they are just eating with you from forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you do a rap show, people are like, all right, no scope, funny name, who's this dude? Yeah. Go up there. After the first, second song, everyone is like, they're coming up to the to the stage now. You know what I'm saying? They vibing, bro. They're mm-hmm. tapping in. And then afterwards, it, like they'll follow me on Instagram, but it's not the same yeah. as the punk community. Like They really want to know you, mm-hmm. be in your life type shit. Like, they see you they're like okay well if we see you again that's dope mm-hmm. like we gonna support you from here on out yeah you know yeah saying? what's like your craziest show experience that's south by southwest for sure and then the lucky show that was dope Did you wait you opened up for lucky yeah at the granada when was that uh last year really? it was kid clever twan mm. me yeah and then lucky and oh, who shit. Else? swoosh swoosh was there you remember swoosh got it? Yeah, yeah, he performed. Oh, that's it. Was the uh, free wave tour? That's a far ass. That's a far ass show. Yeah, was it lit? Oh, it was dope. <laughs> what, I got what? incredible footage. You already know I performed Heat Check too. Hell yeah! Some dude like was on stage, like took his shirt off. It was hella random. <laughs> I, I'll send you the. I'll send you the video, bro. I'm telling you, last year it was crazy. I did not stop working. I ain't stopped working this year either. But mm. just can't do no shows. Yeah, kind of downside. Damn, it's cool. It's cool. I, I feel like I. Damn, I wish I would have went to that show. Cause I'm a big Lucky fan. Yeah, he was cool people too. Lucky, he was cool people. Yeah, but we didn't exchange too many words because like that nigga was. I mean, he be gone. Yeah, (laughs) he He on his own time. Yeah, but he was good people. He wasn't like Hollywood. He's one of those artists that like kind of blurred the lines as far as like his music genre. Yeah, like from the from the beginning, he was already like on some other stuff. I'm not really a rapper, but I be rapping type shit. Yeah, like, you remember, like, when he first started, he was kind of doing, like, poetry. Yeah. You remember uh, Count On Me? You uh, can count on me. Like, bro, I could put you on to what, some lucky stuff you might have never heard. Uh, alternative Trap. The one that had uh, Lucky Luciano on the front. Okay, yeah. I don't I don't remember the song. Yeah. I was kind of late to the, like, to the wave. Yeah, he already bro. started popping. Exactly. Then he did a song with Chance the Rapper, and then he went straight Zan Wave. <laughs> Yeah, after, after it was a he shift. Was like, yeah, he's like, I'm on. Yeah. Like, I can be myself. <laughs> I always forget he's from Chicago. Yeah, most definitely. I always thought he was like an Atlanta artist. Nah, he just be around. Mm. He just be moving around. Mm. Yeah. Flow- he don't really got an Atlanta swag, though. Like, when he raps, you mm. know what I'm saying? He really got that Chicago vibe to him. Really? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a more darker energy, but it like makes you pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes you jig. It makes you be like, yeah. damn. I feel Watch like that nigga when I listen classic. to this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He so got like classics, bro. He got classics. What is it? Options? The song options? How does that go again? Uh, oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are, yeah, you already know. He heard the beat. I miss Tech. He was like, I miss Tech. We're wild. Yeah. We're wild. Blackout no. night, my heart. She's <laughs> crazy, bro. Four men's of the act. His Polar. um, yeah, that his yeah. B selection is really on point too. He's really on that like he sticks to I want you to feel a certain way, mm. and that's yeah. stuff like that inspires me. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, he make me want to do drugs and just like drink all day. For sure, <laughs> For sure. ain't all shit at all today. Yeah, bro. There was a time where I was on that. Get an SRT. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So how's has the Chicago music music scene ever like influenced you or shaped you as an artist? Uh, most definitely. The uh, the drill scene influenced the entire world, as you can yeah, see. Yeah, so it still is. Me being a product of Chicago, it's hard mm. for me to not have some of that in my flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. As you heard, like songs like Olympic Freestyle, like yeah. that's pretty drill. Like I'm just yeah, really tough. going at that, and uh, it's definitely. What year did you move from Chicago to here? You said about ten, eleven years ago. Yeah, so so about uh, twenty two thousand nine, two thousand ten, nine. Yeah. Uh, so Probably 2009 like The beginning of That was my freshman year well, it's, it's getting there Like we wasn't there I know, yet. We were still in the 808s era I know the tape That I was listening to The most Right before my freshman year Of high school Was uh, Thank Me Later Oh with Drake okay. Yeah So that was what That was, was like 2009 Yeah bro. Sounds about right I caught that shit for $5 Why a, not From a gas station bro With my uh, The mixtape or the album the album. Oh, the, so yeah, the, the, you gotta, the you one with over. Yeah, yeah, we was in the hood. I was yeah. still. It was my yeah, summer before I went to Kansas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was just riding around with my brother mm. everywhere he went. And we just listened to that tape over and over and over again, bro. So you was in you was in Chicago for like a unique time in the music scene because you kind of you was there when Chicago, when Kanye and like that whole movement was coming up. Yeah, most definitely. So like, how was experiencing that from like a Chicago standpoint? Watching TV when he would do his interviews, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and how he would like we and him used to shop at the same park, bro. Mm. Like uh, Oak Park. No, 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 hold on. Oak Park is one in Kansas, right? Yeah. River Oaks. That's one in Chicago, bro. We used to shop at the same mall. I mean, like, I would never see him there. But, yeah. like, growing up, he talks about he would sit there at that mall and wait for girls, like, with his homies. <laughs> and then, like, I would see him on BET. Like, we're sitting in the crib, me and my family. Because, mm-hmm. like, my older brother and older sister, like, 38, 40. They're, like, so much older than me. Mm-hmm. So I got all their swag, and I was watching them watch Kanye all the time. And he would pull up to the mall, be signing T-shirts. Like, people would, like, go buy something just to have Kanye sign it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was so dope. Just like a larger than life figure from your city. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he was always talking about like Harold's Chicken. He was always talking about Lowry's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just the Chicago cool shit. Stuff. Exactly, bro. He was exactly. like, shit, I know exactly where that's at. I'm I, from I here get too. The, I exactly. Get meal yeah. You. Exactly. Were you ever into like that kind of music growing up in Chicago? What, drill music? Well, not like that. Like that Kanye, Lupe, Kanye. Of course, era. we always listen to that. Mm-hmm. Kanye is a always gonna be on the radio in yeah. Chicago bro like when he dropped Overnight Celebrity mm. there was no not playing <laughs> nah you, you not ignoring like, that plus I told you like I was youngin but my older brother and sister are in like high school and shit like mm. they always had to watch me so I'm riding around Chicago late as fuck like 1am mm. in the back of their car with them as they playing all the Kanye all the Twister yeah. everybody on R. Kelly back then. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that. Yeah, R. Kelly too. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Chicago you say Shot City? Were you, were you the all, Aura Aura. Yeah. Were you always into like the punk music? Uh, Nah, bro. You already know when I came out here. Yeah. I mean, like, hold up. Young, when I was younger, there's a there's a part of me that really wanted to listen to it, but like you're curious you gonna, about you know it. Yeah. You're gonna get roasted. Yeah, that's you know how I was. Like, like nah, what does this dude listen to rock music? I'm listening to rock you know music. Get the fuck out of here. You want to skateboard? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, 
listen to it in the back of my head, you know what I'm saying? I hear it on the radio sometimes, but it was playing video games when I was younger. You like, like wrestling. Like Tony Hawk and shit. Yeah, yes, they exactly. Yeah, like yeah. wrestling. You're at WWE. Yeah. They always had the Fire is Rock songs they did. in those playlists. So I'm like, I'm literally just like playing the game. Like, I'm not even playing the game. I'm just listening to the music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the, the Dragon Ball Z games, they had the Fire soundtracks too. Mm. So as I grew up and I came to Kansas, different cultures like, you know what, people are it. listening to different things i'm like all right bet i can branch out now i can do what i want to do mm. so that's what i did and then i really got into it so I, w- feel, I feel like a lot of people had that kind of transition with music like for me listening to like the, the tony hawk games was like where Super i got five. like yeah. yeah like got I my taste of like the rock music only had it on game boy though really oh, you never had yeah. the playstation nah bro damn i know i was playing other shit i was playing sports games and shit Real shooter games like like Matrix and Splinter Cell. Yeah, um, that sounds. You see, I feel like you used to play some Splinter Cell, or you know about nah, some Splinter Cell. I'm, I had like other cousins that would play it. I never yeah. played it for real because I was, cold, I was younger. I would just watch them. Mm-hmm. It was cold. Splinter Cell, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear. Yeah, I can Snake. see you playing some Metal yeah. Gear Solid, bro. I played like the original on PlayStation One. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it's a tough game, ain't it? Yeah, yeah like, that it's shit was hard. hard. <laughs> that shit was like really hard and like really hard. I think I played it like a couple times, got a headache, and just like nah. It get frustrating after a while. I wasn't very patient as a kid. So, exactly. like, if, if I didn't learn the game in, like, an hour, mm. I'll probably not go play the game. Hell, yeah. Keep it G. <laughs> I'm yeah, not having it. fun with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. All right. <laughs> let me put in Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> let me beat it again. Let me hit a 900. Quadruple kick. <laughs> yeah, it's some insane shit. So, were you always, like, musically inclined, or is that something you picked up later on in life? Um, I always was a big fan of music. Mm. So, when you always listen to so much good music, no pun intended. You know what I'm <laughs> Shout out to Kanye. You you <laughs> inherit something at some point. Yeah. And like I remember when I was younger, I'll write down song lyrics and like they were bad, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like rapping, like I'm saying bad words. So yeah. my parents they'd find them and throw them away. You was and a I, young take. You know what I'm saying? I get in trouble if I was writing shit like that. So yeah. like I didn't get into it until after I graduated high school. Okay. I see my friends doing it. I seen a lot of people doing it and I was like I'm cold. Like, yeah. I'm seeing people doing Let me it. jump into this. I can definitely do that. So you, I could possibly do it better. So you didn't actively start pursuing music until after high school? Yeah. Because, like, plus, when you go into, like, Blue Valley West, mm-hmm. bunch of white kids, you know what I'm saying? Probably 10 to 15 black kids yeah. in total at the school. Mm-hmm. Who's going to support your rap career? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to look at you like, this kid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? why is he rapping? Of all, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, of course, this black kid is gonna try to rap. Yeah, why would I put myself? It's like you almost playing to a stereotype. They're letting like rent. Like they got. Of course, there's gonna be like up and coming white rappers in jo- Johnson County, Overland Park. They yeah. got these dudes performing at our assemblies, bro. Our diversity assemblies. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, why would I even try to jump into this market? Yeah, there's a time and a place, and clearly I found my time and place. Mm. It's all about timing. Whenever your time's right, then you know it. Exactly. So when you first started making music, were your parents supportive of it? Um, you said you you didn't you kept it low key around. Yeah, around I kept it first. low key until it was like got more buzz, and uh-huh. then I told my mom like, yeah, like this check is me what, out. Your son's no scope. She's Google like, no, me. that's the devil. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, the devil. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, she was actually more supportive because she realized like it's something I was passionate about, and yeah. not something I was just doing just to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not doing because other people were doing it. Yeah, like, that's uh, good. She wasn't a dream killer. Exactly. She, she wasn't like, yo, fuck this shit. Yeah, even my pops was cool. Go to school, yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. tough. Hell yeah. 
So how did it feel, you know, coming up in high school? So you graduated, what year did you graduate? 13. 13, so you graduated right around the time the drill movement was taking off. Yeah, most definitely. Like, did you feel inspired G-Hurt. when that first started, when that started building in Chicago? Yeah, but I also felt sad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I at that point, I didn't know who I was or where I belonged. Because, like, here I am, away from my city that's blowing up at this point. Mm. And I'm settling into another city. And I don't know what to say, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I don't know what to say. Oh, I'm Kansas City, dude, you know what I'm mm. saying? Oh, I'm Chicago, because like, I just felt like I was pretending, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though I was born there, mm. it just felt weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I was inspired, but at the same time, it's like, damn, what if I stayed? Yeah. So, But once I got over that, it was a very beneficial thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I accepted I can have roots in both. And let it influence my music, however, which way. Yeah, you can yeah. still bring that influence from Chicago to where you exactly, at now. but still like represent my my town I'm in now. Yeah, holding it down for exactly. like, where you at right now. Exactly. It just come down to like telling your story. Like if you like it, it's not a lot. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if you truly inspired by it, that's exactly. not a lot. Mm-hmm. You like, born. I only rap about like what I live, what I've experienced. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, bro. That's tight. Yeah. It, it's good that like. You able to, like, make one co- cohesive sound yeah. based off of it, and like bridging the gap in between the two. The Most two definitely, sounds. you just had to study up. You mm-hmm. had to study the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am a student of hip hop, so I've definitely studied up on Kansas City artists, whether it be the Fat Tones, the Birds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Filthy Rich, mm-hmm. everybody. Oh, you Check. really did the homework. I got to, bro. You got to. You gotta be a student of the game Most to know definitely. like what what the like, what the no sound matter, the foundation built on. Yeah, no matter what your craft is, you mm. gotta check it out. Like yeah. Joe Cornejo, I know you watch some Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, nah, I don't watch Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, was, I, was I watch Joe Button. Exactly, exactly. You don't watch All Joe the Joes. I never watch Joe Rogan. None I don't like snips? the power and influence white people gave him. It seems really dangerous. Yeah. I mean, but he has good guests sometimes. He yeah. don't. He be he be Joe's Joe's pretty good and like. You know, walking the line. Like yeah. he don't never he don't say no over the top shit. Mm-hmm. I mean he do be kinda saying some wild shit, but it's always like he had facts behind it. He's very like you know, he's a good journalist, he's, I think. Yeah, sometimes. He just he pushed the boundaries sometimes just to push the boundaries, but with like with no real purpose behind it. This feels like a press the button time. Hey. Hey man. <laughs> sometimes you gotta push your limits. Yeah. Sometimes you just one day I'm just gonna kick the glass, Joe. We I'm just no gonna scope. jump on the car. <laughs> no scope. I'm, but y'all, y'all might have to come get me. Gang, gang, gang. Come bail me out. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, how was it breaking onto the scene in Kansas City? Um, Being an out of towner and trying to like really get your footing. It was difficult at first because I thought I just really needed to gain the acceptance of other people before releasing my music. Mm. But I realized the more you release music, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's quality. If you're putting it out in the right places and if you are backing it up with solid performances, mm. the people are going to follow. And if they see that you're actually passionate about it and you're not just trying to do it to gain attention mm. and you have the city's best interest at heart, mm. then they come, like they started to come along. Yeah. But at first it was odd because they're looking at me like, who is this guy? We didn't go to high school with this dude. We don't know him. Like, who is his people? You know yeah. what I'm saying? There is but like that's a vetting process, I feel like. Most definitely. With just like the circle. It's a weeding out process. Yeah. And it's, um, are you going to be able to survive that? Are you going to be able to continue going? And if you get weeded out in the beginning, then okay, that's what you deserved because you were clearly just wasting these people's time. Mm. Facts. They got to see if you really about it. Most it, definitely. It's starting to get more like, 
cohesive, more like united. Mm-hmm. And I felt that like, I, I guess I would say like two or three years ago is when I really started like tapping in. Yeah. But I think maybe five years ago is when like all of the artists and the creative started moving around and you start to see like. And I think that's because of the younger generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Like, like when SoundCloud was still popping, SoundCloud like opened my eye to Kansas City music yeah. a little more. Cause I remember just hearing like Joey on SoundCloud, like Sean on SoundCloud. Most definitely. Just like different shit that I was like, damn, this is from here. Yeah. Like yeah. good music. This is what we doing here. From here. I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, what the fuck? Yeah, bro. I I remember seeing you at a party, I think. Probably. In the fifties. Yeah. It was uh I think y'all you was drinking it was you and Armand was playing beer pong, I think. I was probably drinking. Winning. Yeah, you was drunk. <laughs> yeah, you was drunk. You, <laughs> it was a, yeah. You was like had y'all had like some Jack Daniels or something, oh. and it was like Yum. Toward, towards the end. Yeah, yeah. the bottles getting, Be getting like low. That. Yeah, it's it's weird though. Like small city, bro. It really yeah, is. Man, just like you see everybody, everybody intertwined and connected through somebody. Exactly. So everybody's connected one way or another. It's like sixteen. Uh, was it? 16 degrees of separation or something? Is it six degrees of separation? Six degrees of separation. 16's a little much. That sounds like a fucking band. <laughs> 16 degrees of separation. Isn't there a band name that? There's three doors down. I'm about to write that down. <laughs> 16 degrees of no. separation. 12-step <laughs> <Twelve> program. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rock band name. The band. You went on tour last year, didn't you? I for sure did. How was the tour experience? Is that your first tour? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was a Midwest tour. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything crazy. We didn't go down to Atlanta or LA, but we definitely hit a lot of big cities. In uh, we went. Uh, what is it? Went to Denver, Colorado, to a place called Your Mom's House. That was dope. Is it really called Your Mom's House? It's literally called Your Mom's House. <laughs> it's a. It's like a. It's a fat ass bar slash performance venue it was hella cool that's they in had, colorado yeah denver colorado that's tough we went up to iowa i don't remember what city we went but we went to of course the mini bar we did a show at replay lounge in lawrence we hit somewhere there's a city called Merriam, kansas right yeah yeah we hit a, a show there it was crazy bro we were just like a nice string of midwest you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying all the all the small venues, all the medium-sized venues. It was dope. It was like, a good time? Yeah. Like, made a lot of connections. Mm. Not only with just fans, but the people who run those venues. Mm. So now we can get a check when things get back going. It's time to move. They're going to they gonna hit us up. Because we brought crowds. We brought energy. We brought drink sales. You know mm. what I'm saying? So It's good for business. Everybody, exactly. you know, everybody's in. Exactly. So, do you manage yourself, or do you got, like, a I team? do my own stunts, bro. That's tough. I really do my own stunts. It does does that ever? Do you ever feel like it'll get to a point to where like you can't do the management and be you gonna find time? somebody? Um, no. Not I, not that I won't be able to do it alone. There, there'll be a point where I won't be able to do it alone. The team, well, team's gonna have to get bigger. Yeah, but there will never be a point where I'm not hands on with the entire process because that's just how I am. You gotta. This is something I built from the ground up. I can't just give it to somebody. And Unless they have perc- the same vision. Exactly, and a percentage. Mm. So it's got to be a good team effort. Like exactly, say teamwork make the dream work. So it's all about who you have around you. And it's all the people that I'm coming up with now. Mm. That that's the team. All the people that I've known for my life. That's gonna be the team because mm. I'm yeah. gonna help build them up. Anything I learn, they're gonna learn that immediately. 
That's the best way to be, for real, for yeah. real. You gotta like, spread the knowledge. Exactly. I've known this dude since, like... Middle school. Yeah, it's like nice. sixth grade or some shit. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You just gotta keep your closest ones. The ones that have your purest intentions. Exactly. And y'all just build together. So, what what's the brand that you operate under? No Scope. That is the brand. No Scope is the brand. Okay. That is the brand. It's the brand and the artist. Nah, no nah. scope is a brand itself. I, the funny thing, I, I actually just explained this to my homies. It came to me. We was just smoking. I was like, "Hey, y'all, <laughs> I am a brand." And they was like, "What you mean, no scope?" Like, think about it. Name a brand. Starbucks. Mm. They offer several products, right? Yeah. They offer these teas. They offer these cookies. Cookies. They offer these double shots. They offer uh, franchises. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they also have different products within stores. They offer creamers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They give you a little bit of the Not sauce. Not just a coffee place. Exactly. So No Scope is a brand. I offer you merch. I offer you visual. I offer you the music, of course. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I offer you the performances and then whatever else I can go from there. I'm going to continue to brand myself. You know what I'm saying? Whether I make a skate team, no mm. scope skate team. That'd be hard. That's my brand mm. continuing to branch out with each individual product mm. so yeah. yeah the instant i dropped the track that's when the brand started the what the instant i dropped yeah. the track that's, that's when the brand started that's pretty much how people move today when it comes to like their favorite artists they invest in the brand exactly the music come with it but they more invested in like the brand of the exactly. person exactly uh, i fuck with that energy yeah not a businessman. You a businessman. You, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. Shout out to Shout out oh, man. That was mad cheesy. <laughs> had to do it, though. You know, had I had to. to do it to him. Had to. You know, I had to do it to him, though. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Had to do it to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good energy in here today. Good yeah, energy in here Monday, today. It's Monday, man. It's, it's, we got we hype. week started off right. We hype. So, how did you and Lil Twerp link up since he's the younger of the crew? Um... That's when your like, in-house the, producers, right? Pretty much, yeah. He actually stays out in North Carolina now. Oh, really? Because that's where he was, he was born and raised. He came out here because he was staying with his uncle or whatever. Mm. And he happened to come to a show that I was doing. Mm. Um, any show I do, I'm pre-gaming and I'm drinking there and I'm drinking after my performance. So mm. I'd be fucked up, bro. Got his information after the show, apparently. He came to me and was like, yo, I like what you did, blah, blah, blah. Gave me his phone number, gave me his uh, IG. I'm like, cool. Three days later, I'm at the crib. Somebody named Lil Twerk messages me. I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I met you at the show. I make beats. We talked about that. I was like, all right, bro. We whatever. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, whatever you said. I, I was like, I sent him the address. I was like, you make beats, pull up then. Yeah. He brings his entire studio. And like, <laughs> like he brings his entire studio. Like, because at this point, I'm still going to like to pay for studio time. Yeah. But no, nah, he brings his mic, interface, speakers, a table. Uh, wall stuff because I told him I had an extra room we can cook up in mm. laptop and then it was just a wrap from there we yes. put out single after single after tape after tape what was the first tape y'all did together um we did a tape called um I'm pretty sure it's called twerk versus scope really yeah it's it's uh only on soundcloud because mm. like I, like I said my platforms I've been building them all separately you like I have music yeah I have so much different music on my SoundCloud than I do all streaming yeah you only on, have two or my YouTube or my audio Mac mm. well you think I only got two well I mean you streaming? got you got no scope too and then I do my own stunts and then you have an EP on there as, as well yeah 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 I should have a 
Oh damn, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, because I, I ain't gonna lie. One thing I was able to listen to is the stuff that you have on your streaming services. Yeah, bro. So no scope too, and then I do my own stunts. Yeah, you gotta check me out. All so, the yeah, platforms, you got, bro. You got a deep catalog. Indeed. Because you said you built up your fan bases by putting out a lot of music. Exactly. That's how you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. The true Chicago way. <laughs> exactly. The true Chicago way. But so does it does being able because you know in today's music scene it's all about like putting out high quality high quality work at a high quality most definitely is that as an artist that does that does that sometimes get it do you feel like you're almost exhausted when it comes to creatively because you're just putting out a high most high definitely excessive amount of output but that's when you just got to take a couple of weeks off you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like of course if you're a good artist you know what i'm saying you get in that niche you know what i'm saying like the, you play that beat and you you have song structures in your head and mm-hmm. then there becomes a formula you know what i'm saying you hear that beat and you're like what equation am i gonna use this time to get x so once you make so many of those any beat you hear you're just like all right i need to take a break so yeah. i'll just take a break mm-hmm. and that's like you know what i'm saying i'll just stop for a couple of weeks and it's nothing i hope my homeboys make some tracks you know what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. i'll stay creative but me personally i won't drop no lyrics yeah so you just got to take a you break like an energy around exactly you, you got to stay refreshed mm-hmm. so that's what i like to do I'll, I'll go work on some merch or i'll go film a video so just, you shoot videos too no, 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 no. I'll oh, you'll go, shoot a yeah, video. Yeah, I'll go shoot a video for a song I have yeah. out. Just stay creative. Mm, just to keep the juices flowing. Yeah, stay in that zone, mm. but just so take a break. When you in in that mode where you like, all right, I, I got the songs out. They already here. Mm-hmm. How how many songs do you think you make? Like, bro, make, it's crazy. Like I can make three week. songs a day, bro. Oh, okay, I can make like quality songs. Like I'm talking chorus hook like i'm talking chorus verse you know what i'm saying like a intro add sounds to it and then like i can make three songs a day yeah like complete yeah. songs done like when you me. got the studio in your own house you don't have to wait on anyone you don't have to bring any outside energy because you when you get to working with an engineer at a studio they're there for the money so you know what i'm saying that's is, it is your studio in a camper <laughs> yeah, tell me, cause no, I seen y'all. You seen recording that? In yeah, the, in the camper. Nah, so that cool. was my boy's uh, setup. He just hit me up because that was right when the pandemic hit. I was in the middle of making I do my own stunts. Mm. Had to get that tape out. I was so invested in it. Had started out so strong, and then boom, pandemic hit, mm. and that's when I couldn't go to the studios no more. Mm. Bro was like, "Yo, I'm finna do something crazy." He got the whole camper, set that up, put his stew in there, and we got to cooking. And then uh, shortly after, I ordered my own studio gear, like pretty much everything you need. Like I copped a mic, interface, table, laptop, speakers, all the all the works, because I got an extra room in the crib. And just boom, set that up, and then taught myself how to record myself, taught myself how to like uh, work on my volumes, get all my. Uh, stems out to the engineers mm. and then that's when i dropped i do my own stunts because i was like a testament like that was me like planting a flag like boom no scope yeah i really <laughs> did that yeah you feel Not, like walter white sure that's Trap, what i'm pitching tra- sure. out, out the camper, about, out the camper I, was yeah. like, I had to it's like some breaking yeah. bad shit no, <laughs> instead of meth we, it was dope beats and songs it was dope Fucking i'm telling you we're gonna show you all that outdoors yeah let that smoke out what song did i send you now i think it's you remember yeah that was the very first track off um no scope three. Oh shit, we got exclusive. Yeah. Woo! Indeed. Y'all be ready for that. That's coming. Yeah. What's the ETA on that one? Um, soon. 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 This you know year, possibly. Saying? Most definitely. Okay. Uh, check your calendar. It goes October. No scope three. December. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We skip November. Yeah. No. 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 We in November, but it's just like it's. Okay. You already a month. You yeah. ahead of us. I'm a month. All right. 
So talk about the difference between because I, you know, you got No Scope Two, and then I do my own stunts both on streaming services, and they're both really different sonically. Like they're like day Most and certainly. night different sonically. So Most who certainly. who'd you work with on I Do My Own Stunts? Um, that was every single beat on there was produced by uh, a man named God, all capital letters G A W D. God. No, here's the thing. He's got a very incredible sound. Like, Mm -hmm. as you can see, his beats just brought something out of me that I didn't even know was in me. But, like, the first time I ever heard his beats, I was like, oh, I know what I have to do. And, like, when you hear an artist, especially in the um, SoundCloud world, it's easy to hit them up. You know what I'm saying? You just hit them up on IG. You hit Mm -hmm. them up on anything. You could just message them on SoundCloud, and that's how you just build. I just heard his music one day, and I was like, yo, I've got to work with this dude. And How'd you I, come across his music? <laughs> just random, bro. We was just chilling in the crib. Me and Twerp. Yeah. We was. I was so bored. I was rolling some. I was smoking some gas. I was like, Twerp, please find me some new music, bro. I'm so tired of hearing everything that I've been hearing. He was like, All right. He went to the sound radar. You know what I'm saying? And just played the first thing, and the beat came in stupid. And he raps over his own beats, and I was like. Oh, this dude is filthy, and I ended up hitting him up, and we just got to working. So is that is that Quan Chi tag like his like his producer tag? Uh, Quan Chi, no, that is actually my DJ, DJ Quan of Oh yeah, yeah. Trill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quan Chi, yeah, he, uh, oh, okay, yeah, he hosts a uh, majority of my tapes. That's okay, big bro, that's hard because yeah. see, because does he does the, is the, the excellent drop his tag too? Yeah, because like the play on the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying everybody eats. Yeah, everybody. That's eats. hard. That's dope. I didn't know shit. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. He he DJed at a Kai show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quan Chi. Yeah. Yeah, See, man. He be he be around. Yeah. He be in the cut. You ever listen to Space Ghost Park growing up? Um, I did not, but I was definitely familiar with the Raider Clan and yeah. their whole swag. Like that you whole know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely listened to beats that he produced, mm-hmm. but him as a rapper, yeah. I hadn't really heard too much. It wasn't about that? Him. It wasn't the best, but it was more like just like the beats and like yeah, the energy. Yeah, around that time, I was listening to ASAP and them, mm-hmm. but I didn't know too much about him. Yeah. Uh, who's that? It's like SS Gorilla Man or something. Do you know that uh, dude? It, it's the, it's he like, kind of raps like the Three Six Mafia gang. I know, I know who you're talking about. Fuck, I can't remember his name. It it's is. like Ice Iceberg something some, or Ice some. Some. Fuck, this is gonna piss me off. Oh god, he hype. He too hype. I know, I know who you're talking about. Is it? Lo- nah, that's that's somebody. Else. But why? Can you hear the influence? Yeah, especially yeah. on I do my own stunts because it had like you know like the more like first of all like the Mortal Kombat sound vibes exactly. from like Quan Chi because he did the same shit. He you know like he'll have the whoopsie like exactly. all them old like sound bites from the but Mortal you gotta Kombat take games. It, you got to take a, a step further. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Further back. Yeah. Of course, Space Ghost, Perp, they did yeah. all that. You know what I'm saying? But who were they influenced three, six, by? Three Six. Three Six. Yeah. Project Pat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that those, Memphis sound. Those were my people. Because that was like, that's them. the Raider Clan's influence was like Three Six Mafia's whole aesthetic. Exactly. Like my brother and sister, they definitely listened mm. a lot to them growing up, riding around Chicago. So easily influenced me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? UGK, all of them. Oh, yeah. So Players. You, you really get the gutters. Most definitely. Live bro. from the gutter. Most definitely. Yeah, that young Jeezy back in the day that when he was young, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, he was a trap buddy here, bro. I remember you couldn't wear the snowman's at school. Facts. Oh, they knew man. exactly what that was. They was shutting it down. Yeah, like, that's hey, that's man. when he was selling the t-shirt with a snowman right. on. Right. And then the feds five. cracked on the BMF, and he was like, "No, nah, that ain't me. That's that wasn't when, me." That's when, when tall tees was the thing. Hell yeah, yeah. it was a good man, era. I was trying to get white tees and dickies, man. Trying to wear Stafford's. Pops was like, "Nah." Yeah, I was like, "Nah, we ain't on that shit." And headbands. Yeah. Fucking yeah. give me an AI headband. A big ass headband. Right, I'm about to bring it back. We could do it. Shit. Why not? Say less. Yeah. So who did um did God engineer all of I do my own stuff too? Um, no. The person who mixed 
uh, half the tracks was a little twerk. Okay, so he and added like the the slow the reverb, swags. yeah, yeah. And and like thirties um, in the pistol. And then the other um, two tracks, which was what? How many tracks was on there? Was it six or seven? Uh, let's uh, see. I think it's seven. Yeah. Okay. So twerp did four of them for sure, and then my dude five over at Westport Collective did the other three. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's seven of them. Yeah. So he gave like that whole like slow down reverb feel Most to definitely. it. That's hard because that, that to me like that shit was what, like what made it good. Like it was Olympic freestyle the first one. Yeah, like thirty. We came out the pistol. cut crazy Take with that. To the stash. You hear something crazy about that song? Hmm. That song's not mixed. It's not. No, it's, it doesn't sound mixed. But that's like the exactly, whole appeal to it. Exactly, because like I on that I layer to give it that grimy yeah. edgy feel, and I sent it to like three engineers mm-hmm. and the way they sent it back and I paid for each one of those mixes I didn't like none of them really I thought they took away the edge took away the mm-hmm. feel you know what I'm saying like y'all wouldn't have felt the same way yeah. listening the way they did it so I was just like I put that hoe out and that's why like the whole project feel like that like yeah. that unmixed unmastered feel but like that's what makes it feel raw exactly it made, it made me feel like like the SoundCloud era is back again yeah. like, like the prime of it yeah like cause the, the kind of shit I was on bro the gist and the energy of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm blurring those lines. Yeah, you bring I'm blur those lines again. Mm. But here's the thing, it's not even for me. Like I'm a I'm gonna reach my ceiling and I definitely plan to. Mm. But I'm doing it for my young cats. You the know what I'm saying? Like you saw the dude who featured on the tape. Ta- was it Tone? Sam Simmons. Sa- yeah. Only only feature on there. Featured twice. My boy just turned twenty one. Damn. Uh, rapping for his life. He was nice. He cold. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro. You're gonna see I got a lot of young guns coming up under me. Yeah, keep building. Who could yeah, really probably rap better than me? Like they rapping better than me at their age when I was their age. Mm. So, so you trying to take them to, to the right to the right space? I'm just kicking doors down, bro. I'm telling these niggas you running. Sound like you take become everything. a space ghost perp, bro. And you got your own Raider clan behind you. I'm not gonna fall off like that boy though. Mm. Don't leave why you hot. That's how Mason. No, he started hating. He, he started did. doing all that hating. He did start hating on ASAP. I like, hated he, that too. You know what I'm saying? He helped them eat, right, and then though, he started hating. You can't, can't hate because yeah. he still had his. Oh, he could have been like, you know, ASAP doing that shit. I'm gonna do my shit with Raider Clan. Exactly. But then he tried to do like he tried to make it like a clan battle. Yeah, well, that's exactly, it. and that's where because <laughs> like the, the Raider Clan, clan was like, nah, we ain't trying to do all that because they had a nice. He had a nice collective unit. If you look at it, like they had like what Young Sammy, he Xavier them. Wolf, Denzel Curry, yeah, yeah, Young uh, Sammy. Rob Banks was hanging with him. Puya was hanging with him. Like that whole like pretty much that whole SoundCloud scene in Miami tough. was all in Raider Clan. See, that shit is weird. Like beef not always good for business. And, and you gotta play you gotta play power for real for real like if niggas is up you can't really shoot at the king nah cause you might they, need that help not to say like exactly. Rocky and them was the king but they had the buzz they had the juice at the time and he came up with them so like he had a say in like what they were doing cause he did pretty flock on shit then then Space Ghost Perp put out a, like a project recently or just like, Probably. like some beats Probably. or something every now and then I'll see like his name pop up on it the was internet. like I think it might have been like and a year ago and if you dissing people yeah, yeah out the blue <laughs> Why is he still fucking with people? It was because he uh, he just he's like bipolar. jaded now. He hella bipolar, like legitimately bipolar. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. like legit. Yeah. I got to talk to Denzel Curry about that because they had a little reunion at Rolling Loud last year. Damn, like the Raider Clan, they all came together. I guess there's still like some uneasy tension yeah, amongst the animosity. clan groups. Yeah, so he was like, it was cool, but it was mostly us coming together for part. There's still like some issues within the clan that we haven't settled yet. Oh damn. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it's like it's one of them like them classic like underground collective groups that really had a big impact on the game. Hey man, all right, you got bars today. You casually getting the Denzel Curry show. You know what I'm saying? We out. You hear him on the intro. We out here, baby. We making moves, man. We try to do it big. So who was who was behind the creative process of No Scope Two? 
who was the creative process or like who was like behind and having crafting the sound of that project because it's, it's completely day and night different from uh i do my own stunts it was me it was you i pick all my own beats bro like i, I pour through them for hours until i find the right beats and or i'll make songs on them stack them up and then i'll just like pick through them because like no scope 2 to me sounds like you're ortho like you're pretty much like orthodox rap songs like yeah. the structure of it like how it sounds how it's presented more it mainstream sounds like, yeah whereas i do my own stunts is like like real gutter underground shit. Exactly. I just want to show people the versatility. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I can do it by the book if you really want me to mm. and still have my own swag come through it and y'all feel it. Yeah. And then I can also do this right here. Mm. And like, I made that. Like, you see, No Scope 2 was 12 tracks. This one was only and, seven. And each song's just like under two out. minutes. Exactly. And I achieved the same amount of like rapport from each one. So it's like, I'm just letting people know, yo, however you want it. Yeah, I love that you shit. Get it. it really, man, it make you want to break doors for real. Yeah, yeah. Real? <laughs> like, like, I'm fuck with them, man. Like that, <laughs> that, that ignorance, that ignorant freestyle. Exactly, bro. Like some you can wild out to yourself, get hyped to, mm -hmm. but also I got some stuff you could play in the whip with your shorty. Yeah, play at the parties. You yeah, know what I'm play around your parents mm -hmm. if you want to. Play if you want to, if you want, yeah, if you want to, <laughs> if you if you want your parents to know who no scope is. Oh God, you know what I'm yeah, saying? We definitely gonna run this. For my mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> for my moms. Check out this guy we just interviewed, mom. <laughs> yeah. His name's No Scope. She's gonna be like, Lord, help him. So <laughs> that boy is hurting. <laughs> yeah. That man's going through something. This is what you're doing, Alex. Yeah. yeah. You went. You actually did kind of go through some shit last year. Yeah, low key. Yeah, but hey, that's what makes you hard to kill. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a reality check. Some people need a smack in the mouth. Mm. I needed a 40 cow to the stomach. Oh, but man. that's why I'm built different, you know? Mm. You can only go up from there. Yeah. I feel like, like I, I feel refreshed. I feel like I phoenixed from whatever I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came out of my shell a stronger person. Mm. You have, so, like, an ego death, essentially? Sure, bro. Like, I never really had an ego, you know what I'm saying? Like, I also don't pretend to be humble. If I think what I'm doing is fire, like, Hard as fuck, that's how I'm gonna present it. Message! Yeah. Like, if I don't think it's hard, I'm not even gonna talk about it. So, like, you, you don't believe your own hype, huh? You don't buy into your own hype, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you, you real with yourself, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, if my shit is fire, I'm gonna let you know it's fire. Mm -hmm. If it's not, I'm like, eh, it's some cool, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a mid, it's a mid. I could do better because, like, I've got a lot. Of, I've got, I told you, I make three tracks a day, yeah, I've got a lot of tracks that will never see the light of day, mm -hmm. and it'd be like that. Sometimes you just need to get like just try to see how you feel that day. And if exactly. it's not hitting, it's like, all right, I'll come it's back tomorrow. Hidden. Yeah. And like some people they'll like it, but it's like it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I know that. So I won't I don't fool myself or try to fool the people. Yeah. So so the whole the whole experience like this made you re energize because it sounded like Most definitely. was it like your like Kanye had this car crash that like made him like exactly. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. It made me uh move smarter, mm -hmm. most definitely. You know what I'm saying? It was an experience that I unfortunately needed. And sometimes that's how life be. You got to get punched in the face sometimes. You got to take that 40 count. And just get back up. Did you, what was the process like after that? Like the, the healing, was it like, uh, were you in like a depression? Or was it just more like, uh, I'm grateful? Dude, I'm just mad as fuck all the time. Yeah, like I was angry. so mad all the time yeah. for like a straight month. Because of course, it's street shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's more than just me getting shot. It's when I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, the incident happened. I literally walked myself into the hospital afterwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? We pulled up, walked in there. I'm like, yo. 
taking my shirt off. Like, I'll put on my shit. I'm like, yo, take care of this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you I see need, this you know shit right here? I need this out. I'm like, take care of this shit. They take me in the motherfucking room, police all around me. Oh, who did this? I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? They finally get to doing what they got to do. Mm-hmm. When I wake up in ICU, I'm handcuffed to a bed, bro. Oh, With right. a cop next to me. And I'm like that for four days. So I just got popped. I can't make no calls. Yeah. I can't tell people where I'm at. My people think I'm dead, bro. You in a hospital bed for four days. Got to piss in a fucking bottle, bro. Handcuffed. Yeah, that's Cop next to your side. That shit definitely changed your mindset, bro. Mm-hmm. You definitely come out there on something. Okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? Y'all Did you heard come that? out with a clear head? Some. I came out with something. Yeah. It was a good, though? I came out with perspective. Fire. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's when I dropped Pray For Him. Mm-hmm. And then focused came out with uh i do my own stunts the next year and then we've been on ever since yeah for sure so it was like a blessing in disguise yeah exactly it was uh you know what i say minor setback for a major comeback and here we are exactly we i'm should. on the joke or hey we yada yada here. you know what i'm saying we do what we do yeah yeah we doing what we doing today man congratulations you made it thank you i appreciate that thank you for being here too thank you for having me bro yeah, it's you know, been I, a long time coming yeah after that story shit it was a chance we, this might not have happened Dang. But thankfully we here. In some universe it didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. In but some thankfully dimension. we in this universe. Facts. Joe's probably black in that universe. <laughs> 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 this, I'm Dominican. <laughs> I'm weak. No. <laughs> no, you definitely got like the Spreewell braids and shit. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah, bro. Don't choke the coach. <laughs> <laughs> So I see you always hanging out with like Solomon. Y'all pretty cool. Solomon, yeah, he good people. He was on Snow Scope too. Yeah, of course. He's a. I have some unreleased stuff with him. Pretty good. I'll he be on his too. own wave. Yeah, he do. He do. So I feel like you kind of brought him to like your wave on on No Scope too. That's what I usually do. That's what I usually do. I'll be on that LeBron stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you're gonna play on my team, you gotta hit that corner three. Yeah. I'm gonna pass it. You gonna be wide open. All you gotta do is hit it. You just gotta hit it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I really be like when I work with people, I understand. Like, I understand how to work with different people, their time structures, their egos, everything. So, like, when I'm working with people, I'm literally just trying to give them an alley-oop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come in with a fire-ass beat, a fire-ass hook, and let you come in and eat. Or I'm going to give you a fire-ass verse and just let you come in and eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how like, it should be. It don't take much with Solomon, though. No, not Sol- at all. <laughs> Solo just like... Solomon's a <laughs> cooker, bro. Just play the beat for me. <laughs> Stand back. Cooker. I got to go in and eat. And he, he very high energy too. I love working with him. He's versatile. Yeah, he can do that singing. He can do like he can do that rapping. He can really bar it out if he. He's kind of, I ain't gonna say he's not like a sad boy like Lucky, but he started off with like the poetry tip. Yeah. At first too, like mm-hmm. very. Like, he's just in tune with his emotions. And yeah. He can make you feel the same way. Yeah, he do. He, he make me cry and shit. Oh God. You, you feel an emotion. You feel it though. Yeah. That's why he got a good voice. Exactly. He's strong. You can literally hear the pain in his voice when he speaks, mm-hmm. when he raps. The pain. All that, like, whatever he's feeling that day, whether it's just insane happiness, you're going you gonna to hear it. Mm. I think that's what I enjoy most about music. Like, I got to be able to feel it. Like, because, like, there's, there's niggas I know that have, like, a similar style of music as you, mm-hmm. and it's like... You're not believing it. Yeah, like, I don't believe it. Like, bro, I, I will slap you and take your gun. Like, <laughs> no, no, for real, Most for real. definitely it's, yeah, it's, it's really I have like one that. nigga in mind specifically, I do not like this. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, but it's like... Uh, Say his name. Nah, I ain't gonna 
I mean, <laughs> we ain't trying to bring we, that we kind talk of about later, but <laughs> it, it, bro, it's <laughs> not it's not even funk, bro. Because what I just said, that's really how I feel yeah. about it. Like, no, and that'd be the worst. Because like, you know, you I, see I, people I like that and growing up in high school. I did at least. I'm like, bro, I know you ain't like this, exactly. and that's why you're gonna get your car pulled later in the year. Exactly, it ain't yeah. gonna be me, but somebody gonna pull it. It's it's like I wasn't around. There was a lot of diversity in my school, but it, there was the them same kids where it's like, bro, yeah, you you. Got friends in Northeast and shit, and then now you think you live this life. No, you don't. Don't act like. No, yeah. act hard. I know where you from. If you hard, it'll it'll come through. Yeah, I don't know. If definitely, you, you ain't got to fake it. Yeah, nah. you don't have. You don't have to try for certain things. I could tell when you trying too hard. Yeah, and so it's very like, obvious. Yeah, man, but like, it, it it's genuine. Like I could feel it. It makes me want to break shit. I really do. We still on that same yeah. type of time. We was uh, I gotta we go was, work out after this. We was bumping your shit like on the way over. He goes, bro, it's too early for no scope. Uh, <laughs> it, re- it really is. And then bro. Like, like midway, he's like, bro, play that bad guy by twenty one seven. I was like, yeah, this is kind of like the energy we on right now. Because you know, usually in the morning you got to kind of like ease into your day. Mm-hmm. No scope, you just like I'm already on hundred right exactly. now. Exactly, you got to play that like after twelve. Yeah, like, at least after you already ate lunch, get something <laughs> yeah. on your stomach before you start wilding out. Yeah, fucking, you, just like wake up, drink a Red Bull type shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes me back though to like when like SoundCloud was popping in like all, yeah. all of these niggas was coming up like that grittier sound that you know all of the Raider Clan shit. Yeah, it was like that. Like, all right, we gonna tee up. I got mm. my hoodie on today. Exactly. It's cold outside. I'm, I'm gonna wake up. Chug a Red it's Bull. funny because I make most of my songs in the morning too. Really, bro? I wake I wake up at like six a.m. every day. I take can't a, help it. Take us through your routine. Wake up. So you wake up at out. 6 in the morning? Bro, I wake up at like 6 o'clock in the morning every day. Wake up, pretend like I'm going to go back to sleep, scroll through my Twitter, open all the Snapchats that I didn't open from last night. <laughs> don't reply. If it's important, don't message me again. Go roll up, walk into the stool, crank that motherfucker up, start going through the beats. You know what I'm saying? Play a few. Shorty probably still in the bed asleep, so I'm going to wait till at least like 7.30 before I start playing them all start loud. Start blaring some music. Gas another one. And then just start going crazy, bro, and try to get, like, get some bodies done. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, a full track. Just lay but something like, down. You know what I'm saying? Like, find a beat, lay down a little intro, do my kid cutting. Yeah. <laughs> Put down a motherfucking chorus. Maybe a verse if I got it in me. Move on to the next beat. So you kind of just lay a foundation a for it. Exactly. And then touch up on it later on in the day. We'll fill in you the blanks. I'll have Sam Simmons pull up. Yeah. I'll have fucking Port, anybody pull up. Mm-hmm. Pull up. Solomon, pull up. Yeah. I just laid down some crazy shit. You might want to hop on this. Mm. This is all day. Then boom, we just branching out. There go a single for your tape. There go a single for your tape. Got one for me. You know what I'm saying? Got mm. a couple of tracks. Boom. That's just what I do every day. Working. It's Literally working. every day. Mm. Or I'm out here podcasting. Podcasting. Yeah, With the best podcast in the world. Yeah, hey. We out here. We holding it down. So you work with Solomon. What's some other artists from the city? I know you work I know you did a couple shows with Boy Boy. Oh uh, yeah. On your tour. I have. I have. Um I have, I'm pretty sure me and him got some unreleased tracks out there. I feel like y'all have to have some. Twan from uh, LFK, Jeff Pack, he's from the D.C. area, but he goes to KU, so he be out here in the uh, KC area. Who else? I really don't work too, with too many people that are already established, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like to branch across, not up. Find new artists. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? New branching, sounds. Yeah, branching across is the best thing you could do. Yeah. Because, you know, where they from, like, you getting your name out there from where they from. Exactly. So, it's just the handshake emoji. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you ever heard of Ragu, probably not. No. Nah. Port 23, probably not. No. Nope. My boy Nightcrawler, probably not. I heard him from you. Exactly. But every time you hear these tracks, 
they spazzing. But just know some individual stuff is going to be coming up from them soon. Okay. We're just setting a platform. Are they from right the city now. too? Yeah, they're all from the city. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Good. handpicking a league of extraordinary gentlemen. And we about extraordinary. To take I like how you said the extraordinary gentlemen. You feel me? The Damn. Justice League. So that makes you Sean Connery? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Respect. We Thank out you. here. That that James Bond, right? No. Well, he I mean, he, he was. Plays okay, James I was make, all right, yeah. But the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, you should check it out. It's, it's, it's dope. Fucking it's, Captain Nemo is in it from, uh, was it League, 22 Leagues Under the Sea? And they got Jekyll and Hyde. 2000. Jekyll who? Yeah. Mr. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Where's he from? He's, He's just like, like a the, character. Yeah. You never heard of Dr. Jekyll? Uh-uh. Uh, you in for a treat, my dude. You <laughs> yeah. in for a classic. It sound like it. It's you have me at Sean movie. Connery. Yeah, for sure. He was swagging in it too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't want to get deep into that. <laughs> it's like a, it's like I'm a whole. I'm gonna watch it when I get home. Yeah. League yeah. of Extraordinary. I'm gonna watch it again when I get home. Yeah, bro. Bro, it's a tight ass movie. About to get to a deep bag. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you was looking at me. I'm like, what I say? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We both was like. Oh. Uh, so you ever have you ever politicked in the Chicago music scene since since you get started doing music? Uh, I worked with a couple of low key artists, but nothing big. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's hard to work with artists that you aren't in the city with yeah. all the time. Like you don't so, have a foundation. Yeah, in the so city. there's not much. You don't have no face card. People are like, who are you? And they're yeah. just trying to tax you for five hundred dollars when they get five hundred plays on SoundCloud. And yeah. You're like, bro, I'm just trying to branch out and work. Mm-hmm. So unless you're seeing these people face to face. It rarely works out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's always it's easier to, to meet them first and like network in person. Exactly. And then lay lay the foundation. Most later definitely. On. And I think that's how it should be anyway. It's like yeah. you should before you try to like break bread or do any type of business, you should establish some type of relationship with somebody and get to know what they're about. Because it's dangerous making music with just anybody for multiple reasons. You get scammed. Multiple reasons. You know what I'm saying? You can't just make music with anybody. Yeah. You might never get that song out. You might pay somebody and then it never get released you know what I'm saying you might make a song with somebody that somebody doesn't like and now they don't like you and they on your politics isn't isn't a business it's a very goofy process so sometimes you gotta stick to yourself there's a lot of politics in Chicago scene too most definitely most you see what just happened to FBG Duck yeah I still got plenty of family up there they telling Mm -hmm. me about don't come up here you You from the south side yeah bro most definitely Stony Island oh shit yeah bro we eat good over there (laughs) so I've heard Shit, when I went to Chicago, we went to the United Center to watch the, the Knicks play the Bulls. Right on. And our Uber driver was like, yeah, hold man. Up. When, well, hold up. Was it Mellow era? Nah, nah. This was after oh, Mellow. Okay. We still had Porzingis, though. Okay. But uh, this is probably like 2016. Right on. And our Uber driver was like, yeah, man. Whatever y'all do, whenever you leave, do not go south. Yeah, bro. It's like, stay that's the south the, side. Stay out the hundreds, bro. Mm-hmm. Stay out the number streets. Shit, I was like, hey, man, I know where we at. We in Chicago. Oh, God. I'm just, I'm tourist. <laughs> I'm not from here. I'm a tourist. Can you take me to the bean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gotta go to the Bean. Actually, I didn't go to the Bean when I went to Chicago. What did you eat up there? Uh, we had some pizza. Okay, would you uh, Giordano's? I think so. It was a place by the United States. The Deep Dish. It was like a a sports bar slash pizza. Place. Okay, it probably wasn't Giordano's. But next time you go, mm. Giordano's, Harold's Chicken, gotta go Kenny's, to I fifty seven is the best barbecue. Our White Castles is the shit. Everybody, mm. I love White Castles. You uh, a hot dog person? Uh, Portillo's. Portillo's. Keep yeah. the glizzy on you. 
No. <laughs> no, no. Fork and knife, my dude. He Fork double and... he double fist in a glee. <laughs> That's libel. <laughs> we was talking about that like That's a couple slander. like a week ago. We were like, bro, can you can you believe like the internet made people insecure eating hot dogs? No, yeah. niggas been insecure oh, yeah, about been eating insecure. hot dogs. <laughs> they just glorified the insecurities. They just enhanced that shit. Yes, like, niggas don't eat bananas regular. <laughs> niggas don't eat bananas regular. Or popsicles. Oh, popsicles. Bro, I eat bananas like Skittles, bro. I do too. Yeah. But I'm usually in the comfort you know of my what? own home. I'm going to mash this banana up. I'm going to eat this with a spoon. <laughs> Cut it with a knife. Yeah. yeah bro, what like, you doing? I don't eat the glizzy like that. How, how do you look hard eating a banana? You don't. You don't. Unless you're a gorilla, you don't. <laughs> it's, it's, if it's a banana smoothie. <laughs> now we talking. Yeah, put that shit in a blender. Yeah. Gosh. The internet <laughs> made yeah. us insecure to eat hot dogs. Man. It's a powerful thing. When was the last time you had a hot dog? I just had like a shit something. I yesterday. just watched him eat a hot dog before the show started. Me? <laughs> 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 hey, that- <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here in the corner just like, don't mind me. Fucking dipping them in water and shit. I'm <laughs> like a fucking hot dog challenger. Yeah, that's what they be on. If they ever, really do be on that shit. That boy is so sus. If you ever watch the eating competition, it's weird. Year after years, it's weird, bro, because they eat them with two hands. Year after year, they eat bro. them with two hands, bro. They dip them in the water. <laughs> I feel like we gotta get pause, a pause yeah, sound bite. Yeah, we definitely do. We need, yeah, these last who's, two episodes. Who's gonna say pause for it? Dame Dash. I'll find the right clip. Pause. Hey, yo, pause, yo. Hey, pause, B. We got to get, like, distraught Dame Dash, though. Like, pause. Not, hey, yo, not, pause. Yeah, not like... Pause. Because uh, you know he get animated and he get, like, into it. We got to get that. Yeah. We can't have him just, like, being, you know, I'm cool. Y'all got the guard? Guard. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Guard. Guard. And he from Chicago? Uh, That's the nah, big fella, ain't he's it? from Detroit. Ha Ha Davis? Yeah. Is he not I the... Because he was on Coloring Book. That's how I first heard about him. You're drunk, uh, big fella. No, I thought I think he's from Chicago. Really? Yeah, I thought that's why he got the chance placement. I I think, nah, Fat Boy from Philly, right? I think so. Who's Fat Boy? Fat Boy Uh, SSE or something. uh, Oh yeah, man, I ain't seen nothing from him in a minute. He just had a kid. kid. Uh, He's pretty funny though. He would just make really mad aggressive videos. I remember when somebody said, I turned my back to you. And he turned his back to him. He slapped the shit out of his head. I was like, oh, God damn. Nah, that's that's a sign of disrespect. Oh, he's from Detroit. Okay. Oh, hold on. What's it say about Terrell Davis? His real name. Oh, what's his real name? That nigga. I was like, yo, what about Terrell Davis? Yo, yo dad, the running back? <laughs> Weak. <laughs> so, it- do you have, like, you know, a lot of sports history? What do you mean? Just Do I like, know a lot of sports history? Like, your aesthetic is very, like... Like, you got the championship Bulls hat. You got a oh, NASCAR. Like, I make a lot of references to sports as well. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah, you be shooting free throws and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yo, your free throw percentage is gorgeous. It's very high. Yeah, yeah. come on. Fuck it up. Uh, is there anybody from the, the hometown area you love to work with? I mean, I'm sure there is. But like, what's the one artist that you... If you could just... Any artist in Chicago, like, who's the one you working with? You give them the chance. Like that's on. No, nah, just one. Just one. You fuck with heavy. Uh, Herbo. Herbo. Yeah, I'm trying to lyrically spar with him. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to see what I can do nice. on a track with him. Actually, uh, he raps on the drums too. Who? His, like, exactly. Herbo. Exactly. Like, his yeah. whole style. He follows, like, people the think he doesn't have flow, but his flow is just based on the drums. They're very goofy. Like, did you just recently see the video that on that guy explained it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like. If you real, you've been known before that. Mm-hmm. Like he be flowing. And that's how that's how a lot of artists are. He's tough. Yeah. Have you heard Sessions? Sessions? Yeah. By Herbo? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's a tape he dropped before PTSD. It was a little yeah, EP. Pretty tough. Okay. Very fire. Oh yeah. 
almost better than PTSD. Damn. Yeah. If you if and PTSD, you want, was, oh, that's the one he just dropped, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a nice little album. He did his thing. Yeah. He did his thing. He, he he's consistent with his Herbal output. Tight. But he also got he also like another artist who has a high quality output. Mm-hmm. You like Dirt? Yeah, he's cool. I haven't really listened to Dirt. Like I've been getting into his recent stuff. When mm-hmm. I was growing up, I wasn't really listening to him because I was more into the lyrics and not the like auto tune. But that's always get, been my thing with Dirt. Yeah, as you get older, he learned how to find a mix between both. Yeah, so. and that's what it comes down to. It's just like you know, artists that start with auto tune always get into like the auto tune heavy shit, but mm-hmm. then they find a balance. Exactly. Like Young Thug was like that to me. Like it was too much at times, but then other he times it was just the right amount. And that's when he met Future. Hey, that's the yeah. goal. Yeah. That's when he went Birdman. Yeah, for real. Thug Him and goat. Future are incredible. Yeah. Fuck Gucci Buckethead. Gucci Buckethead. <laughs> it's just literally called Gucci Buckethead. Straight to the point. It's just swag. Yeah. So, what's up with No Scope 3? Talk, talk to us about that. It's, it's coming out this year. Yep. So far, it's about 11 tracks. We're going to have uh, maybe a couple interludes on there. Nothing too big. Mm-hmm. No, uh, are you going to keep the songs the same length as, as I do my own stuff? So, you going to make them a little Oh, yeah. Longer? I always make the songs about... One and a half to two and a half minutes. It's a good balance nowadays. I don't think people want to listen to songs that long, especially not a whole tape of four minute songs. Yeah, unless especially you're that kind of just, artist. Especially if you're just one rapper. It's all to me. It all depends on the artist. Exactly. And I think exactly. with your style, like your delivery and how you how you present the product, like I think all you need is like a hook, one verse, and then back to the hook, and Short that's and sweet. the song. Exactly. You get and that playback factor is what is important. Yeah. Like, that's the shit you want to play back a few times. If it's if it's too short, you're like, damn, I want to keep hearing it. Exactly, mm-hmm. bro. And plus, a stream is thirty seconds. Never forget that. Yeah. Message. You know what I'm saying? That's why the towel counts. Yeah, listen thirty seconds before it actually counts as a stream. Exactly. And like, uh, like Dame just dropped this new shit. Pretty girls listen to Dame. Like all yeah. his songs are the same structure. Like exactly. hook, beginning, one verse, hook on the end, we out. Exactly. Straight to the point. Until you are on a label putting out that studio album, it doesn't make any sense for you to make. Songs that long, yeah. Unless you got like, a budget, unless you are getting that guap for it, mm-hmm. there's no point. And like you, like the attention span of that casual listener these days is so short. Exactly. Like we're not trying to hear five minute songs. There's so much music out there, yeah. especially for a new listener. Mm-hmm. They want to hear some short and sweet so they can check out your page. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, I do, I do get stressed out when I see that. Like five if, if I see your project is like hour thirty, it's like hey, I have <laughs> shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like oh, I'm not gonna be able to get through this one. Yeah. I have to really just be like locked like this is in. a few day thing. Yeah, <laughs> like I was surprised I was able to like put Detroit two in rotation. Yeah, because it's like it's like hour fifteen, mm-hmm. like an hour, anything over an hour. I'm like, all right, we really pushing it. Mm-hmm. I but, think that's what Amigos fuck. Oh, you trying to get a Grammy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you think nah, Chris yeah. Brown, huh? Fucking culture too. Yeah, twenty two songs long. I'm like, all right, bro. Tripping. Hate to see it. Yeah, <laughs> like you ain't gonna get me for this whole album, bro. And they, I heard they got a bad contract. Well, yeah, they had the same the lawyer. That's what they, they practice malpractice, or their their label did. Like the 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 lawyer that represented the Migos in their contract signing also represented QC, but they didn't know that. Damn. So like now they they suing for malpractice. Brutal. That's hella brutal. The business is the business, man. That's finesse. Yeah, you just gotta just know who you doing business with. Are you ready for that aspect of the, of the music industry? Most definitely. I know that it's a snake pit, and I'm ready for all that. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to stick to your guns and know what is valid and what is not. And know your value. Exactly. And I got OGs in this. Like, at first I didn't, but I got people who have been sharing knowledge with me on a daily, so I'm prepared for that. So you ready for the business aspect? Most definitely. That's like, what I'm as you, it's, I'm a businessman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. That shit cut the... Yeah. It's like sports. Music, the music industry is like sports.
Sports. It's a dirty game. Exactly. Especially if you're playing for like the NFL. You always got to be looking out for Uno. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't ever let the hype and the fans get to you. Most definitely. It's all about you at the end of the day. These fans just cheer for your jersey. Ain't that right, Mahomes? I'm looking at you, Theo. (laughs) (laughs) I see the jersey. Oh, man. I see the jersey, Mr. 500 mil. So, you a big fan of Lil Wayne. Most definitely. Did you listen to the new Deluxe of the Carter? Uh, No, not yet. Did you listen to the Carter 5? Yes. What'd you think about it? It was cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's, was it Carter 5-esque cool? It was mid to me. It wasn't Prime Wayne, but he's making money off it. Yeah. And that's if what it, I'm happy about. I feel like if it would have came out when it was intended, I would have liked it. would have been more. ready. Exactly. But I was just like, damn. Because like Believe Me came out around that time, say with the locks. But it was out. I think he's going to give us something. You know what I'm saying? Something he Wayne, actually Wayne getting back to his rapping shit. Actually, uh, he got shit with uh, what was it Benny? He got yeah. shit with Benny coming out, and that shit gonna be crazy. And he yeah. was just on Young Boy's album. Yeah, that's a good. That's One a good passion the torch. His uh, his voice on Detroit too is far too. Yeah, he yeah. had a good verse on that one too. He's coming. Yeah, he Wayne, got some. You still got faith in Wayne? Yes. How could you not? Can't count him out. Never can. Never can. He's the goat. He's not on that Eminem stuff. Now, if you ask me about Eminem, I'd be like, no. I feel like you had an Eminem phase at one point. Yeah, who doesn't, bro? Yeah, who who Emin- hadn't? Eminem. Marshall Mathers, EP. Eminem show. I remember I those know. runs. Those were tough. I, I kind of like Incredible on tape, bro. Mm-hmm. He used to do but, things. See, but even that vibe, too. Just like do one or the other. I don't like But the... he knew what was more marketable. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he's an incredible rapper, but he went for a demographic for the rest of his career. Low-key, yeah, he kind of like boxed himself in. What yeah. if we got like an Eminem and Alchemist tape? That would be That nuts. could work. Yeah, that could actually work. Where he just rapping on like oh yeah soul he'd beats. literally be forced to like, he, like yeah you like, couldn't come on, say bro. no dumb shit yeah. over there. like Alchemist would be like bro he always did regret he do be saying corny shit that's the problem but he's corny stuff he did say he he regretted that because they only did one song together and it was on the it was on Relapse that was the the accent album he was like I feel really bad that the only time I rapped over your beats is when I was doing those weird accents mm. so like now we got he, he has the chance to write that wrong I'm sure Alchemist would love to do a project with him. I ain't even gonna check for it though. You you wouldn't yeah. do it? No Eminem and Alchemist? No, I don't care about that dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like Gucci said, you riding around with your old lady? <laughs> I would never listen to Eminem with my old girl. Like chilling. Never. So I have a question. So I asked a friend of this, our friend who does who does music, the same question. I'll ask it to you. Would you? So say you you had a song you put out for you you wanted to put a little Wayne on. You sent it to him. He sent you a verse back, but the verse was whack. Are you gonna put it out? No. You wouldn't? No. Would you feel bad if that if if you got Lil Wayne on your song and he gave you a bad verse? Nah, I'm gonna call that nigga and be like, bro, this shit was whack. You know it was whack. I know you could do better, uh, man. You're not finna jug me from my pape, bro. You finna, <laughs> <laughs> you finna redo this, bro. Yeah. And if you don't, shit, I'm beefing with my idols, bro. You know, idols become rivals. Exactly, the, bro. We all get to that like point. AI. Like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, AI had to cross Jordan. Let him know it's my league now. Exactly, bro. But yeah, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. if I don't think the like if I get a homie to put a verse on my song and it's not good, mm. we taking that off. Like either you gonna fix your verse or we just not gonna put the song out. You demand greatness. I got to, bro. And if it's your product, you the one that's gotta be in control of it. It's got to, bro. And I would expect the same. Like if someone asks me for a verse, like I'm going to give them the absolute best I can, mm. as if it was my own tape. That's what iron you gotta do. Sharpens the iron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I push you to be the best, and I want you to do the same for me. There you go. So you wouldn't have no problem if somebody was like, yo, man, that verse you gave me was kind of whack. Nah, bro. I'd like, of course I'd be like, all right, damn, let's get it then. And I'd scrap it, and I'd definitely go 10 times harder. Take it from the top. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Hey, like you said, iron sharpens iron. Facts. Now, why I got you here, 
I need to ask you, what's No Scope's beef with Tupac? He's a bitch. Come on, man. Listen, Whoa. listen, listen. Yo, what's your reasoning? Okay. First off, he shot himself and then started a beef with uh, Biggie over it and tried to say he got set up by Biggie when it was actually his own manager who set him up to get shot and robbed at that studio. Well, actually, it wasn't his manager. But it was someone in his inner circle, right? Nah. Well, it was somebody in his inner circle. Because like, what happened, well, the reason he was mad at Biggie is because like Biggie tried to warn him about that. He was like, yo, man, you kind of roll with some dudes that are a little in too deep for what you be doing. So like, you should probably stay away from them. So Pac went and told the dudes that Biggie said that about. And then like they told Biggie, like, yo, we're going to rob him on this day. Like, you better not tell him. And so like, that's why when he got shot, he was like, how, you, how I get shot in your own city, you don't know who did it. They know who did it, but they just didn't tell him or give him a heads up or who. But he already told him. He did, but yeah, that, 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 on, that's on Pac. And then on top of that, when they was trying to rob him, he tried to pull his gun out of his pocket and shot himself in the leg. Hey, man, we've all seen 8 Mile. It happens. Exactly. But you, another man lost his life because of your insecurities. No one died from that incident. What you mean? No one died from that. It's strong. It became that. It became but, the West Coast nah, versus East Coast from that moment on. Well, yeah, from that moment on. But Biggie died out of something. Just Biggie died because Suge said, all right, my guy died. Your guy has to die, too. Exactly. So it's all... But Pac, Pac died from his own doing. Like the whole, like when he jumped old dude, that's why he died. Okay. And then, like, that had nothing to do with Biggie. But Suge was like, well, since exactly. I'm a man that's down. That's what I'm saying. Biggie ain't had nothing to do with but that. See, that put and that, he had to I put fall that on out. Suge. He had to fall out because of, bro, and that's because of the people in Pac's circle. Yeah. He was trying to be that thug life gangster when mm. he wasn't, bro. He was a backup dancer for the dude who made the Humpty Hump dance. Hey, it was a good song. He was an actor. He was an actor. Hey. He was an actor. He was an actor, but he was a great one. Exactly, and he but, played the role of Tupac very well. No, nah, but I think Pac, Pac, he was a good activist. And plus, he had the background history of Black Panther, so he had that energy, but he wasn't a gangbanger around Exactly. Like but he, it's just like you said, it's just like the people he was he had around him. I think he had good messages. Yeah. I think he his music was incredible. He did great things for the people that were in his circle, his community. But overall, he was he was, he was not what he, portrayed. he claimed to be. Or, and that's what bothers me. Because a lot of things happen because of him false claiming. Mm. I respect that argument. It's a strong one. Because I can't argue with that. That's really what it came down to. But I put a lot of blame on Suge, too. Yeah, because like you evil. Were, that you dude's were, evil as hell. For real, bro? Because like you got money, you got power. He polluted you got, his mind. Mm-hmm. He polluted his mind. He surrounded that whole business with like bloods. Yes. Like fresh like, out of prison but violence. Yeah. You beating up your own artists. Like, why you, why you hemming up Jodeci, bro? They making money for you. Oh, they was beating up Jodeci. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, yeah, bro, he was in there slapping Come up Jodeci. Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, he was beating the shit out of Jodeci. At one point, like, so Mike Tyson was good friends with one of the guys in Jodeci, Devontae Swing, and I guess they was all hanging out, them two and Suge. And Suge was, like, talking wet to Devontae, and Mike was like, yo, bro, nah, we ain't doing that right now. You're going to have to back the fuck up. Yeah, who's going to step to Mike? <laughs> the baddest man on the planet. The baddest man on the planet. The baddest <laughs> I fucking murder your whole family. See, I'm trying to interview Mike. Huh? I want to talk to Mike Tyson. That'd be a hostile, very yeah, intense conversation. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be hostile. I wouldn't be hostile, but he, Mike, you never know when Mike just turns he, it on. No, nah, he bro, he found that zen, I think. But he still nah, you saw the interview with Joe Budden, right? He right, he got worked up. He was talking wet, bro. He was just mad that he couldn't. He because he changed so much that he hated who he became because he misses who he used to be. But 
that's the beauty of like him growing because he was like who I was back then was a dangerous man like I was unpredictable I was going down a path of destruction and I'm glad I changed but I miss having the fear to just knock a motherfucker out I'm just excited for him to whoop Roy Jones ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think that's really gonna happen? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Roy took the back end. He was like, I'm good, bro. Yeah. I think he's gonna cop an injury uh, or COVID. Okay, that yeah. Ah. Like, I put that on everything. He's gonna cop an injury see, or COVID before that fight. Hey, that's he probably the best choice. In. That's probably the best thing he can do. Yeah, bro. He's he not see, trying he, to get his shit rearranged. He's seen like Mike that. Tyson training out here for real. Like, Mike Tyson really ready. <laughs> like, he's about real. to fight. <laughs> Nigga woke up and was like, When did I stop enjoying life? I'm just ready to see Jake Paul get the hands by Nate Robinson. Now, that's funny, bro. I'm ready to see it. Because you know Nate Robinson not going to stay on his feet the whole time. You, that nigga going to be jumping and shit. Yeah, bro. Like, Nate yeah, Robinson, yeah, no boxer. Bro, he, he going to be doing wild he just shit. out here, bro. Y'all he remember? is street, dude. He going to be doing some funny stuff. It got kind of like swept under the rug. But y'all remember like a month ago when the Fed swept Jake Paul's house? Yeah. yeah. And like nothing else came out of that? Yeah. Dude had like AKs everywhere and shit, but they never disclosed like why they just raided his house. Well, what kind of I mean, it was because he was... He, uh, he was... What was it? He was writing. Remember, he had the mask on and he was throwing stuff. Ah. Uh, so they pretty much made him, uh, they're like, okay, bet. This yeah. is how we can get him. You know what I'm saying? Dumbass went writing with, on yeah. YouTube. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. He's a, what is it? What do they call him? YouTube star? Nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a Influencer? No. Like, what would the police call him? Like, someone who is starting riots. Oh, inciting riots. Oh, someone who is, uh, yeah. What's a word? I know there's something. They that, call it that gives them the right, right to, the yeah, it gives them the right to just go do yeah. their stuff. Like an instigator? Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it. It's going to hit me two hours from now. I'm going to be mad as hell. Yeah, but it should be a good fight. Domestic terrorist? Domestic terrorist? Something uh, like that. Maybe. Terrorist threats. He was wilding, though. He was yeah. wilding. I'm ready. I'm ready to see him get the hands from Nate Robinson. That's my guy. Indeed. Shout out to the Knicks. I'm ready to see LeBron get this fourth ring. That, too. Sure. It's coming. Hopefully, you know. I it's, feel like the Heat, a team, you can't let it get a, a, a life. You have to kill them while they down. You know what I'm saying? They got that one little punch in. Nah, it was, I mean, it was, they still played them tough. The Lakers still winning. Though. Yeah, that, the Lakers still played a good game. Jimmy Buckets was just too good. That just came out of nowhere. They wasn't yeah. prepared. I think that was like the highest. That was his first triple double ever. I re, I respect Jimmy for that though, because really? I was I'm thinking he gonna be hurt, like you know what After I mean. After that ankle, yeah, yeah, I was like, ooh, they gave him that shot. He got that fresh face coffee in him. Yeah, yeah. Like, twenty dollars, <laughs> twenty dollars, sucker. What's in the coffee? Shit. So how, you weren't in Chicago when Derrick Rose took off, did you? Uh, kinda. How was that movement? Uh, like just like the cool. excitement and energy. He had just got see. drafted in 2008, but I was watching like you know, all throughout high school. And it was very up and down, bro. It was turbulent as mm-hmm. fuck. Cause he from Southside too, ain't he? Yeah, bro. You know, all he kept like he was he was our fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? Like Everybody you grew up in Chicago. Him. You just got drafted Chicago first pick. You took us to the playoffs. Like yo, very you first year. MVP. You going crazy against youngest MVP ever. Yeah, like. And then LeBron had to come through. Doing so what he do. At that time, I hated LeBron, bro. I, hated LeBron <laughs> I don't so blame much you, at bro. That time, bro. That's when he went to the Heat, too, right? And it's like, I always respected how good of a player he was, but I was just so mad when that he kept knocking us out the playoffs, yeah. bro. Because if it weren't for LeBron, I think the Bulls are going to the finals. They would have. Definitely went to the finals, yeah. bro. They would have definitely. I don't know if they would have won. Yeah, they would have lost. I mean, they, not, they, probably, they, they probably played the Lakers. They wouldn't be like OKC or nobody. That would have been a good matchup, though. That would have been raw. Like a young OKC versus yeah. the Bulls. If Derrick Rose could have at least made one finals appearance, that would have been dope to me. Yeah. That's he deserves a ring. He deserves He deserves it. Yeah. Is he the city still room for him? Of course, bro. He's our prodigal son. Yeah. You know? Like the ending in Chicago was kind of bittersweet. Like when he comes to Chicago, like you see him like when he's playing with the Timberwolves or he's playing with Detroit. If he's at the line shooting free throws, mm-hmm. they yelling MVP. Yeah. 
It's good to see the love still there. Yeah. Because the they, they, relationship between the Bulls and Rose was kind of sour. He's, plus, he's done a lot for the community in Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. he's paid for funerals and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I'm glad I'm glad there's still love for, for Derrick Rose in Chicago. Yeah, he's an OG. Yeah, he's very solid. Very solid dude. Solid dude. Simeon product. Shit. So, who's producing No Scope 3? Oh, so many different producers. I'll have the credits for everybody, but it's literally too many people to even. So it's gonna be a creative process. Yeah, most definitely. Instead, of just like one produce, producer and one sound. Most definitely. So we looking at like it's gonna be like more like I do my own stunts, no scope two, or it's gonna be like its own entity. Um, a mix of both. Everyone I've played this for, they've honestly said it was better than I do my own stunts. That's that's high praise. Yeah. So because a the, lot of cohesion, a lot of flow. All yeah. That. That's I do most songs was like a smooth flow. Yeah, and more of a song structure as well. Mm-hmm. It's like has a song structure of no scope too, but just the the vibes and feel of I do my own stunts. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. The mixture. Yeah. The, the mixture. The mixture. Like I said, it's all a formula, bro. It's bringing it all together. Exactly. So what, what would you say is the end goal for no scope? Like you said, you are a brand. Yeah. Um, just continue to grow the brand as much as possible and open the doors for my young niggas. That's the end goal. Mm. Just get up and stay up. Get them the game. Exactly. And just keep bringing people into the game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The only way you can influence something is changing it or acting how you want it to be. So if I want music to sound a certain way, I have to do what I do and then bring my people in too. Because you, you see Thug. Mm-hmm. That's look dope. at YSL. Look at Gunner. You know what I'm saying? Like they Little are, baby. they are changing the entire out the the entire outline of hip hop. Yeah, you know it's changing the whole sound and landscape. Exactly. Like they're the next generation of Atlanta. Exactly. So you know you got the little keys coming up. You got the side babies. You got mm-hmm. everybody who's doing that sound. Just adding their own swag to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's it's a beautiful pre- thing. He's pretty much becoming like the next Gucci of Atlanta. Exactly. In terms of like finding new artists and giving them the moments. Exactly. Just like how Wayne did with Drake and Nicki. Mm-hmm. That's what you building. Trying to. What's what's the crew gonna be called or the collective? I might not even ever do that. We just we just, just out here. It's just you know who we fuck with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No need for that. Hell yeah. You ever done any other shows outside of Kansas City? I know you did uh, South by Southwest, and then you had your little the, mid, the Midwest tour. Yeah, in the Midwest tour, I actually um I did a showcase in New York. Oh really? It was uh at the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. It was. I forgot the DJ, but he hit me up, told me to come out there. I did my thing. Obviously, I didn't win, but it was really cool. It was like for a Rock Nation. I'll send you the, I'll send you all the information afterwards. But it was dope. I met a lot of cool people. I met this dude besides the Pusha T right now. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I forgot his IG name. I ain't talked to him in a minute. But yeah, bro, I met a lot of different people when I went up to the New York. It was just a one day thing. Hopped out the plane, took an Uber over to the uh, area where the show was. I'm still like three hours early. Mm-hmm. Walked around, ate pizza every fucking city block, talked to people, had a drink, and then pulled up to the showcase, rocked out, didn't win, met hella people, and then came back to Kansas City the next day. Mm. Just in and out. How was the energy in New York? <sighs> mind, just mind blowing, bro. Yeah. Literally, that mind your first blowing. time being there? Ever, bro. First and only time, bro. Like, the skyline is the most breathtaking thing you'll ever see. It's everything you see in the movies, bro. It's just. Is have you been there? Nah, bro. It's stupid nice, bro. Like it's traffic is like a motherfucker though. Oh, I bet. But I'm telling you, it's the biggest shit you'll ever see. Like they have restaurants in the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even know how to explain it, bro. Like the city structure is stupid, bro. Stupid. You like, was there, Dolo? Yeah, Dolo. Just out in New York City. Hey, I'm from. Hey, I'm not from here. What's up? Yeah, bro. I never had no fear about that, bro. I'm not about to go like YBN. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Never that, bro. Just mobbing in New York by yourself. Okay. How was it performing outside of Kansas City? Like always other- cool, bro. Always cool because they're like, whoa, that's a cool sound. That's not something we usually hear We're coming from, from New York. Yeah. yeah, Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's they're just very accepting. Like more accepting than your own city sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's what's uh, weird. Aside from Chicago, do you feel like New York is like your home away from home, or like a, a scene that fits you best? Nah. Like, what city would you say is like that? Oh uh, shit. Music wise, yeah. Like, where would No Scope feel at home at? That's the thing. I'm a different type of dude. I already told the gang, like, when I get up and famous, I'm not finna be in LA. I'm not finna be in Atlanta. Like, you finna find me in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> you finna <laughs> find me in Denver, Colorado, just like really bulling. Like, I'm only gonna move when the money move me. Other yeah. than that, I'm in a stool chilling, like Kanye in the mountains. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. So, other than that, I really can't answer that question, bro. You say you say you studios. Home. Yeah, studios my home. Wherever studios you, always wherever you lay home. your hats, your home. Facts. Wherever I lay my bars, wherever you lay your tracks, you know. Mm, that's home. Amen. Amen. Well, all right. It's time to compete, Joe. It's time to compete, man. So, uh, no scope. Waiting. I don't know if you know, oh, but shit. we have a game here on the podcast where we ask you your five favorite rappers, and it's called "Whose Bar Is It Anyway." Hey. Are there cash incentives? Uh, no, know. you just get props. All right. But let's see if you earn your props Respect. today. Respect. So we asked you who your five favorite rappers were. Do you remember the list? Uh, possibly. All right. In case you don't, we have the list. <laughs> don't worry. Because you, you sent it to me. I sent it to him. We got the list. Yeah, it was like, I feel like I sent that to you like seven months ago. It feel like it, don't it? All right. So your top five artists that you sent us was Lil Wayne, Currency, Gucci Mane, Project Pat, and Kendrick Lamar. So no scope. What we're going to do is we're going to spit you five verses. Okay. And you got to tell us from the list who is that. Now, we may double up on artists. We may not use an artist. You oh, never know. God. So we're going to spit you some verses. Well, okay. not verses. Bars. Bars. All right. And you got to tell us whose bar is it anyway. This is fun. I'll fuck with this. All right. You want to go first? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Hold up. Let me pull it up on the whole... Doohickey and shit. All right. Don't right, be looking over here. I was looking at the TV. Flexing and shit. All right. Uh, this is only like a couple bars. Wow, God. All I have in this world is a pistol and a promise, a fistful of dollars, a list full of problems. I'll, I'll, I'll address them like P.O. boxes. That's it. This is a tough one. That is kind of tough. Shit. That's either got to be, uh, that's got to be Wayne or Pat. Which one? Uh, let's go, Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect. You, Fuck you, don't really could you matter. guess the project? You think? Huh? Let's Do try. You, let's see. Uh, all right, I'll keep going. So, yeah, I'm from New Orleans, the Creole cockpit. We so out of it, zero tolerance, gangster gumbo. I serve you a pot, or serve him a pot of it. Okay. Well, there's only two rappers on the list that are from New Orleans, so I'm just going to Wayne again. Yeah, that's no, that's no, Wayne. Like what album, what it, albums are from? Oh, what album? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or song. Well, it's both, actually, if that helps. The, it's the net same. The, the title of the song is the title of the album. Uh, it's a deep cut. Uh, is think. it old? Like old, old? It yeah, ain't old, old, but it's old. I would say it's like Like, it's, it's after Wayne. Hot Boys. It's prime one. Is it the black is hot? Nah, no, it's I, on that. It's on that. No, it's not on that. All right, what is it? It's the it's Carter two. Oh, the song. <laughs> uh, it's right. a tough track. Next year. All right. Maybe next year. <laughs> so you ready? So you one for one. Okay. All right, here we go. I tell a bitch quick. I don't need you. 
Let welfare feed you. Why would I buy you a purse when I could buy me a regal? Hook the bitch up tough. Currency. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah. See, but he said regal. It's over. Yeah. yeah like anytime a, you mention a car, any car or we reference, it, I can buy a car. Yeah, that's currency. Yeah. You got the next one. Yep. We killed the facades. We feel free to fly. We're birds that reserve in the charismatic sky. I care about my pride too much. If my clothes is new, if my rod is plush, if my hair is cut, if my diamonds is crushed. That's tough. That is tough. That kind of sounds like currency. That word play. Give me a hint. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he don't do that. I don't, I don't nah, know how to do that. <laughs> What's my list again? I had currency, Lil Wayne, Gucci. What you got in no scope? It's okay. There have been worse performances. <laughs> that makes you feel better. <laughs> We're going to go with currency. Nope. It's Kendrick. It's, oh! It's vanity, it's vanity Slaves. It's like... Damn, I forgot. Oh, I forgot my boy was on the list. Yeah, Deep. I thought I heard you saying you were like, Kendrick. Yeah. Damn. Deep cuts. Sorry, what, you two for three? Yep. All right, let's see. What song you... was that, too? Vanity Slaves. Vanity it's off of uh, the Kendrick Lamar EP. God damn. He really dug for that one. Yeah, I mean... I've been feeling that way. All right, so you ready for the next one? I guess, Let's see if you can bro. clean it up. All right, here we go. I got them robbing jeans sagging, and I ain't even bragging. I gave the bitch 500 fuck it. I ain't even bragging. He already know, bro. Now I'm getting older, rocking Gucci Louis loafers. I still remember the first day that I ain't have to serve smokers. You brought sand to the beach. I brought toast to the social. I gave your girlfriend an autograph poster. It ain't no motherfucking secret. Hell yeah, I got shooters. I'm the plug to the plug. I'm a goddamn booster. Sounds like Gucci. Yep. You already had that one. Yeah, I said that like at the first sentence. That flow was nice. Yeah, I really Gucci was nice. Bars. I, I don't know if that was the actual flow, but I had, that was my touch yeah, to it. You know, that was me. Flow. Hey, that was me. You got another one. Man, yeah. 75%. Oh, is it my turn? No, yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what's that? Uh, three for four. Three for four. All right. See if you make it four for five. Here we go. Prime time. It's Mr. Go Left on a bitch who can't find her right mind. I'm squeaking past the yellow light doing 65. Hope that wasn't one of them camera joints. Traffic eyes in the sky. I'm kind of high, but you dumb twisted. I'm used to that killer shit, so I maintain my pimping. While you over there high, over hide and slizzard, and I'm laughing at you slipping. And your bitch feeling disgusted and miserable. She like, why is she even here with you? I'm putting the air in my inner tubes, black mags on my hero. Hanging from the wall, the allure of my home decor. Currency? Yep. That was pretty solid. Yeah. That's you, actually a good currency. Four out of five. Yeah. That's tough. Congratulations, man! Get a round of applause. Very solid. You know, you was one. You got. You almost had a hundred. Almost, you didn't. bro. I hit almost. you with some curves too. Yeah. You did. That Vanity Fair was deep. That's a deep cut. You got That's me tough. good with that and one. It, it made. I'm tried to pick a verse that was like. It could be Wayne, Currency, yeah, or... I'm telling like, you, that's, like, yeah, that's what I was trying to aim for. I can tell by like the word choice they use. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can... It's like, after you listen to vocabularies. enough... The plush yeah. throw shit off, though. Because it was like, damn, would Currency say that? Currency yeah. might definitely say that. That's not like some that. fly shit Currency would say. Yeah, currency definitely. always talking about that fly shit. Mm -hmm. Like, Currency will always talk about your female wondering why she's with you and she could be with, with him. him. Like, yeah. That's a dead giveaway. You know what I'm saying? He's... If it's, if it's talking about how or like smoking weed or cars, dead, yep. dead currency giveaway. It's hard to find a verse where he's not talking about either smoking or driving a specific car. Oh, God. So, like, that's why I usually, because you're like, you're not the first person to have currency. So, once it's time to look at these verses, I'm like, damn, these all sound like currency verses. My bathtub, lip foot. My, My walls, walls do a 360. 360. 
Yeah. About these bitches won't well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we about to premiere a new song off of No Scope 3. Yes. We call it 4L. Yes. And it's coming out this year, before the year ends. Uh, Yeah, most definitely. No, no Scope 3. No Scope. It's coming out before this year ends, so be on the lookout, but we about to break it exclusive. I, I can't even say November. It's literally just No Scope. Just <laughs> oh, we got October and then No Scope. Hope y'all ready, yo. But until then, here's the first track off No Scope 3. We premiering it right here on the Yada Yada Podcast. 4L by No Scope. Let's get to it, baby. Yeah. This nigga, right, right. Where this nigga? Where he come from? You don't know this nigga. You ain't never bro, seen bro. this nigga. Fuck all them. Nah, for real, real niggas. Bro. Fuck all Die. you niggas. Post my motherfucking Die. Die, Die nigga. Shit, nigga. Stupid yes. ass. Sorry, yes. All that motherfucking hate, that motherfucking doubt, gonna turn me to a beast, nigga. I remember I was down bad. I was low on the cash. We was mobbing through the streets, nigga. Riding around town with the gang. I was quick to let it bang. I was riding with the grave diggers. Plotting on the plug for the stand. Quit my job. Yeah, yeah. I was tired of making three figures. Now I'm so goddamn up. My motherfucking draws ain't even got a crease, nigga. When I count all my money, I stack them bills so nice and neat, nigga. If you stay down, get a plate at the table. Guarantee your ass gon' eat, nigga. On gang, on God, on blood. That's a motherfucking promise I always keep, nigga. On gang, on God, on blood. My niggas, they knowin' what's up. Only the family I'm rolling with. It's only the family, it's us that I trust Think you can touch, try to run up 40 stay tucked, ashes to ashes Turn niggas to dust, that boy ain't no rut I left him stuck, he down on his luck Shorty keep calling, she like how I'm ballin' Won't make her my hoe, but I stay in her guts Got plenty options, I feel like John Stockton Or maybe I'm be honest, I play with the bucks Down on my dick, young nigga was sick Thought it was it, but it turned out it wasn't Got off my ass, hit the block, started hustling. Stayed in a trap like a fool, got it jumpin' Tellin' my mama we done with that struggling. Put all my niggas on rock every Function. Pick up the phone, it's a money discussion All of them blue hunters think I am crushing Down on one knee, I might pop the question Marry the money, take me as your husband I remember when I just had nothing Now I'm up, I turn nothing to something All that motherfucking hate, that motherfucking doubt Done turn me to a beast, nigga I remember I was down bad, I was low on the cash We was mobbing through the streets, nigga Riding around town with the gang I was quick to let it bang, I was riding with the grave diggers Plotting on the plug for the stand, quit my job Yeah, yeah, I was tired of making three figures Stack them bills so nice and neat, nigga. If you stay down, get a plate at the table, guarantee your ass gon' eat, nigga. On gang, on God, on blood, that's a motherfucking promise I always keep, nigga.